we're going to talk about Uber and DoorDash now on this one on the podcasting. DoorDash. Now, I've been watching a lot of TikTok videos where there are some DoorDash drivers and there's people at particular fast food restaurants where you'll see a number of orders still sitting being awaited on to be picked up. And the fact of the matter is that for DoorDashers, you know, if they don't see a tip, then there have been some that have been just bad of, of not even picking it up or just refusing to go and pick up an order and canceling or whatever it is, and food just gets left out. So we've seen some of these extreme notes, and I'll tell you, <clears throat> I don't DoorDash. I did do it for a little bit, but, I mean, there was a whole lot of rules when it came to, like, the regions you had to be in and then how often you would get a ride to go and pick up orders. Because I don't know if you could do multiple orders at a time, but with Uber Eats, it's much more convenient. So I like it better that way. And for me, it's very rare at least where I'm at in South Florida, where I don't see that happen too often, where I see uh, orders that are still sitting there for a long time. I mean, sometimes you do, but I know that it, it's not as often. Like, there's some restaurants, you could definitely tell they're pretty heavy on the orders, but I never see more than three or four at a time, and that's going to Chipotle, that's going to La Brasa, which is a Peruvian rotisserie chicken place, which is really good. And I could look at, say, I mean, McDonald's, I never see that. I never see that Burger King. Uh, a Chick-fil-A, it's not the rideshare orders, but you might see some people that have were waiting on the app that are waiting a little bit to get their orders, and they might not be there yet. And that's the only time I ever see that. But for the most part, I don't see it much. I think people are just really hungry for their food and they're grabbing it. So I don't know who's not doing that. I don't know if it's cold weather climates that are doing it either, so I can't really consider. But there are DoorDashers that are going on TikTok or going on social media saying that your order just sits there. Now, one place they mentioned is McDonald's. Now, look, I can't say anything about people that don't want to tip. If you feel like you need to be tipped, I'm going to say it to you like this. Uh, currently, right now, if I look at what I've done for Uber, and I have done a little bit this weekend as I record this, I'm going to just say that right now, about 20% of the money that I've made has come from tips. That's about it. And really, that's all about it. I mean, and sometimes I get a little more than that. Sometimes depends. I might get somebody that gives a pretty good tip. I've gotten $25 tips. I've gotten $20 tips. I've gotten $10, $15 tips at the most. So right now, as I look at my details, I'm looking at, yeah, it's actually right now, it's about a fourth of what I've made total, which is pretty good. Can't complain there. So I have that. And sometimes it's not as much, but I'm always going to get some tips. And at least most of the food orders, you're at least going to see some tips. But the one thing I won't do is give a rider or a passenger, excuse me, or not passenger, a customer, delivery customer. I'm not going to give them a reason to go and not give me a tip because I have been pretty good myself. I'm not waiting for the advanced tip to come up. Now, when Uber pops up and they have the little ding that comes up for an order, it'll say a certain number that you're guaranteed to get plus suggested tip. Well, they're going to suggest a tip, and at least you'll have that to go off of. But for the most part, I mean, about 90% of the people I get will tip at least. And I've seen through some other Facebook groups and things like that that I follow for Uber and Lyft drivers that it's not so much like that. But I think it's just a matter of, you know, if you just go along and do your due diligence, grab the food, get it to them hot as best as you can, 
I've gotten lucky where when I have pizza orders or some big orders that are you know kind of large, I have a pizza bag that I can go and throw them in so that I can take it where I'm taking a, a, a drive with the food. So some chances I'm going to have a way to go and keep the food hot while I get it over there. I had somebody give me one of those bags at a pizza place. They just happened to have them extra, and I'm like, oh, do you have one of those? I'll take it. Okay. So I'll take one of those, and I'll at least try to do that effort. I mean, if you can get yourself a hot bag, that'd be really good, but not necessary. Even Uber Eats offers it to you if you want to grab one. And I'm sure DoorDash, DoorDash already gives you those those bags, but I don't know if people are really using them that much. Actually, I got to go look for my DoorDash bag. I got one that I got when I did become a dasher, but I haven't really used it. But I need to go and pull that out at some point and hold on to it and put it in the car. I should do that, but, you know. I never get any complaints about food coming in cold because right now I've done probably about 500 deliveries for Uber Eats. And I think 1%, I think I've only gotten one negative review. Everything else has been positive because I try to grab it as quick as I can and bring it to the house on time and make it there as fast as I can. Because for me, I'm thinking about myself as a customer. I want to make sure that I get it there fast so it's hot and fresh and ready as best as I can because that's the way I would want it. Again, this is where the golden rule comes in. Treat people as you want to be treated, especially where you're doing ride share. You want to get a good ride, somebody that takes care of you, gets you to where you need to go promptly as at a decent time, decent distance, not trying to overcharge you. That's what I want to do to the passengers, and that's what I would do for the delivery customers. I want to treat, give them the treatment that I would give, and that's probably the best possible customer service I can do. So a TikToker named... Jordan, the model, J-H-O-R-D-A-N, says dashers get to pick and choose which orders they want because they are independent contractors. And the TikToker mentioned in a previous video that orders from DoorDash customers who don't tip sit longer than those of customers who do. And there was another TikToker did the same thing, saying that similar claims about Chipotle. So they say that there was a McDonald's that they showed were 30-to-go bags and they have yet to be picked up, claiming the section was dedicated to people who did not leave a tip for the service. You don't have to tip. You're not obligated to tip. We're also not obligated to take your order. We are independent contractors who do not work for DoorDash, the company. We're our own bosses. Right. But being your own bosses and not taking the orders, if you don't take them, I don't know if there's a rating system on DoorDash necessarily that could ding you and then enough negative reviews on you, then you lose your spot. I mean, if you want to do that, that's up to you. But that's, you know, not good. Now, video got over almost four, 450,000 views, 46,000 likes since posted on November 20th. And a spokeswoman for DoorDash talked to the DailyDot.com, which is where the story I'm taking from, in an email statement, quote, We are proud of the flexible earning opportunities we provide. With Dashers making an average of $25 an hour, they're on a delivery. We're actively looking through the issues raised in a video. We'll take appropriate action as we learn more. And there was an update on this story. When reached for comment, this TikToker, Jordan the Model, told the Daily Dot their video is, quote, just serving as a PSA for customers in case they weren't aware of how we operate and how DoorDash actually works. Quote, the angry viewers were under the impression that we as dashers are accepting their orders and then changing our minds and putting the order back. And that's not what's being said at all. We never picked up these orders in the first place. We simply declined the order, and that's why the order ended up sitting in there for a while. Well, sure. I don't know if that's everybody. But then you also don't know how many things, if it was just a large order of a number of bags, and you're just picking a busy time. 
And it could just be a store that people don't want to go ahead and travel to because even with McDonald's being rebuilt and redone, I mean, there's not a lot of people in the drive-thru. Or, I mean, the dining room, excuse me. And, you know, they're already trying to do things to the drive throughs to change them up to make them bigger. I already started seeing that with some of the stores that I go to. That some of the McDonald's are already trying to build dual drive throughs that they don't have them already. And they're focusing on that. And they're focusing on the McDelivery service. Which, I'll tell you what. The delivery service for McDonald's. Now, here's the other thing. We don't know what services those are. That could be Uber Eats. That could be Postmates that could be part of Uber Eats. And that could be the Mc, the the McDonald's app of people picking up the service. We don't know. Nobody's really saying that part either. So just assume that DoorDash is the only one that gets that, and that's not true. But really, I want to debunk this story here. I think they just found a way to go ahead and look at the bags. And here's the other thing. Do we know there were things in the bags? Like they show, well, okay, the bags were taped. And when I look right here, yeah, there's a whole lot of bags here that are taped. We don't know what food's in it. Now, we don't know how many orders are for somebody that just picked up a big order or who needs to be picking them up. But that's a rare occasion. And also, I don't know what city this is in because the other thing that you got to make sure of, I'm going to give you a tip, is that when you're ordering from DoorDash or Uber, you want to make sure to look at the location of where you're picking it up from because sometimes because of how the apps are set, some people will go ahead and take an order and they'll realize, oh, I'm going to just order from McDonald's, but they don't know what location they're coming from. And sometimes you're picking a location that's farther away or it just happens to be the most popular location and gets lots of reviews because everybody orders their food from there. But the truth is there's probably a McDonald's or a Chipotle or whatever chain restaurant that is closer to you so you want to make sure you look at the address as you're putting the order in so that you're not getting an order per se from a store that's 45 to an hour minute 45 minutes to an hour away that's happened like i look at one the there was one of my first walmart orders for groceries i had to go pick up in one city and it was 45 minutes away to get to the where they were at and then there was another one where i had what was it oh pollo Trapical the chicken spot here and i remember instead of getting the order in palmage garden oh, south florida okay palmage gardens where normally would be a location there that could order or a location in jupiter that could pick up for Pollo tropical well then this person actually ordered from 45th street in west palm beach and i had to take this order to jupiter and it was like it was 45 minutes and i also explained to him i was like listen you know there's a there is a store that's closer to you if you want to order that. You just want to make sure on the app. He says, well, no, there just there was something where their, their service was down, so I had to go from another store. So it wasn't as if he wasn't aware. But I would also tell you as well, there are lots of McDonald's near you. There's a lot, lots of Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks and Chipotle's and all that near you. Remember, when they have multiple locations, you want to make sure you get to the closest one. So it's the easiest way for you to get the food hot, fresh, and fast. Just saying. Now, other thing I want to tell you about is Uber is averaging some several face safety features. And one of them that's very interesting is that your phone, when you're on the app, they will make it so that you can record audio. Now, here's let's go into the story so I can get the clarification. That's the first time I'm reading it as well. But this was something that caught my interest. They're going to include an audio reminder for riders to wear their seatbelts, allowing riders to or drivers to record audio during rides and detection of unexpected route changes or stops before the final destination. 
updates are helping designed to help both riders and drivers feel safer during trips. Well, I wonder what they mean about the unexpected route changes. For me, I hope there's something where sometimes I will take a different route. Not anything extreme because I'm trying to save on time and distance for the passenger. And Uber might never give that in some cases because sometimes they're going to make me say, go take the highway. When I don't have to necessarily take the highway to get to where I need to go and get there, even though you might the highway might get me there faster, but I can go take side streets. Well, let me say like this. Okay, like if you're in New York City, you look at these gypsy cabs or even go to, you know, L.A. or San Francisco or Chicago. When you see the cab drivers there, when you've ever driven, a, if you've ever ridden a cab, especially in New York City, and I had a couple times where I had to have a cabbie take me from Midtown Manhattan, 54th Street and 6th at the new Mid Mid Midtown Manhattan Hilton Hotel to JFK Airport. And that guy in the middle of 5 o'clock, rush hour traffic, middle of the weekday, he got me there in 45 minutes. Amazing. But this guy had to work wonders. This guy worked around every different nook and cranny street that he could think of to get me where I needed to be. And I had to tip that guy greatly because that was just genius. And I follow, you know, the methods of those gypsy cabbies on how they do it. And the gypsy cabbie, I say it out of love. I'm not being derogatory, okay? So the road safety public policy manager Uber told TechCrunch, quote, many people admit to not always buckling up in the back seat, especially on shorter trips that can create an uncomfortable situation for drivers. Well, I know there's a lot of people that don't buckle up in the back seat. I know that because I see it. And sometimes I don't even hear the click. But I don't worry about that too much. I mean, maybe, you know, that's it's upon the adults coming into the car and doing what they're going to do. But they're also used to the fact that, like, you know, when they go into taxis, nobody's buckling up seat buckles or seat belts over there either i don't even know what the most of the uh taxis do anyway or even if you go in limos or if you're going into uh you know suvs yes you get suvs but i mean really some car services limos taxis they don't have seat belts i don't think they have them in the back do they i can't remember the seat belt feature will roll out to some users later this month expand nationally early next year the impetus for the audio alert came in part from feedback from drivers who bear the brunt of responsibility for paying off tickets. And the audio alerts are the result of recent National Highway Traffic, Traffic Safety Administration stats. While Americans drove less in 2020, the projected fatalities is the highest since 2007. At the start of the trip, the driver's phone will have an audio alert reminding riders to buckle up while a push notification is sent to the rider's phone. Audio recording has already been in Latin America for around two years and will roll out in the U.S. next week as a pilot in Kansas City, Louisville, and Raleigh-Durham. Drivers and riders can choose to record audio by tapping the shield icon on the map screen and selecting recording audio. So it's part of a safety feature. Just another safety mark that's in there, which is fine. And, you know, that's okay. If a driver is opting to the feature, riders will get a notification but within the app before the trip begins. Audio files are encrypted and stored on the rider or driver's device, and no one, including Uber, can listen to the recording. If a user submits a safety report to Uber, they can attach the audio file to the report and a trained Uber safety agent will encrypt and review the recording as evidence to help determine what happened and what to do next. Also, Uber is going to enhance ride check nationwide on Thursday. Now, that's was added in 2019 to detect possible crashes or unusually long stops during a trip using GPS data and sensors in the driver's smartphone. Now, 
I'm saying Thursday, but the story already came out. So by now, the ride check is in. And I actually just had that today. I had two food delivery orders I had to pick up. But before I got to either one of them, I was nearby the first location. I stopped at a Wawa to get some coffee, hit the head, and get some gas. So I needed to do a full pit stop right there. And I was in there for five minutes, and the ride check alert came on and asked me, are you okay? And I had to hit back. Okay. I don't mind any of this. This is all fine to me. The audio alert, hey, you want to record me? No problem. You know what you're going to hear? You're going to hear dance, EDM music, pop, <laughs> reggaeton, or something else. I'm just going to be playing music in the car. And maybe you'll hear a little bit of banter between me and the passenger because I'll talk. That's about it. Now, part of this is said to be dealing with the midst of lawsuits that are coming up. And that's okay. I understand that part. So if people feel safer about it, feel better about it, ride check the audio recording feature and, you know, all that, well, good for them. I don't have a problem with that at all. If you feel like having that, also the push notifications, you know, it's they're already kind of used to having the notifications for the passengers to wear a mask, which, you know, that's where that th that's going to probably continue to be a thing. I'm not expecting the mask mandate and Uber vehicles to change anytime soon, maybe sometime next year, but not right away. I'm pretty sure of that. Anyway, I'm going to leave it there and I'll talk to you next time.